the small catechism, what every Orthodox Christian should know. God's Ten Commandments. These commandments, also called the Decalogue, contain the content of the Old Testament law given by God to Moses, Exodus 20, 1 through 17. The Orthodox Christian is obligated to follow them because they are the foundation of the Old Testament, which was fully realized and fulfilled in Christ. 1. I am the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods before me. 2. You shall not carve images or fashion the likeness of anything in heaven above or on earth below or in the waters under the earth to bow down and worship. 3. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. 4. There are six days for labor, for doing all the work you have to do. When the seventh day comes, it is a day consecrated to the Lord your God. 5. Honor your father and your mother, that it may be well with you, and that your days may be long upon the earth. 6. You shall not kill. 7. You shall not commit adultery. 8. You shall not steal. 9. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. 10. You shall not covet that which belongs to your neighbor. The Two Great Commandments of God These two commandments, which our Lord Jesus Christ distinguished as the Great Commandments, St. Matthew 22, 34-40, sum up the Ten Commandments of God and the entire teachings of the Law and the Prophets. They were already present in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy 6-5 and Leviticus 19-18. 1. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. 2. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The Beatitudes. At the Sermon on the Mount, the Lord indicated the life that all Christians must live. They must fulfill the law of God in order to receive blessedness, that is, joy and bliss in the highest degree eternal life in the kingdom of heaven. For this, he gave the nine commandments of blessedness, or the Beatitudes. St. Matthew 5, 3-12 Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and speak all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. 
for thus were the prophets persecuted who were before you. The Church Commandments The life of an Orthodox Christian is based on holy tradition and may be summarized in the following precepts. 1. Observe the ecclesiastical holy days. 2. Attend church services on Sundays and holy days. 3. Keep the fasts prescribed by the church. 4. Confess our sins and receive the Holy Eucharist, communion, at the very least once a year during the great fast, but preferably a minimum of four times a year during each of the church's fasting periods. 5. Abstain from holding marriage feasts or parties during days of fasting. Truths of the Faith There is but one God who created and governs all things. In God there are three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the All-Holy Trinity. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, was born of the ever-blessed and most pure Virgin Mary, and from her received human flesh, becoming man. He suffered and died on the cross for us and for our sins, was buried and resurrected on the third day, and after forty days ascended into heaven to sit at the right hand of the Father. The Holy Spirit, who proceeds from the Father, descended on the apostles and abides continually in the body of Christ, his holy church. The grace of God and faith in harmony with good works are necessary to attain salvation. After death, human souls are either in a state of bliss with the saints prepared before all ages by our Heavenly Father, or in a place of suffering prepared for the devil and his angels. The church which Jesus Christ established while he was on earth and of which he is the head is governed through the mediation of the Holy Spirit, through the bishops, and is one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic. The Ukrainian Orthodox Church is part of the one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. The Holy Mysteries or Sacraments Instituted by Jesus Christ 1. Holy Baptism 2. Holy Chrismation or Confirmation 3. Holy Repentance or Confession 4. Holy Eucharist or Communion 5. Anointing or Holy Unction of the Sick 6. Holy Matrimony or Marriage 7. Holy Orders or Priesthood Many other sacramental acts of the Church are also considered to be mysteries or sacraments, the blessing of water, Christian burial, etc. The Christian virtues, one, faith, two, hope, three, love, four, wisdom, five, justice, 
6. Patience, 7. Temperance, or moderation. The seven bodily, or corporal, acts of mercy. 1. To feed the hungry. 2. To give drink to those who thirst. 3. To clothe the naked. 4. To give shelter to the traveler. 5. To visit the sick. 6. To visit the imprisoned. 7. To bury the dead. The seven spiritual acts of mercy. 1. To convert sinners to the path of righteousness. 2. To instruct the ignorant. 3. To advise the doubtful. 4. To comfort the sorrowful. 5. To bear personal wrongs patiently. 6. To forgive offenses. 7. To pray for the living and the dead. Major sins and their opposite virtues. Pride and humility. Greed and generosity. Adultery and purity. Envy and benevolence. Impulsiveness and moderation. Anger and kindness. Laziness and diligence. The sin against the Holy Spirit. Being unrepentant of one's sins even to death. A conscious adversity to God. Denouncing or renouncing the grace received in the holy mysteries. The essentials for a good confession. One, sincere honesty and the comprehension of moral responsibility for your behavior and actions before God, yourself, others, and society. Two, repentance, sincere sorrow for your sins. Three, a promise to change and a firm intent to amend your life and not repeat your sins. Four, sincere confession, stating your sins specifically. Five, sincere completion of any penance or spiritual prescription that has been given. Instruction about prayer, what is necessary during prayer. 1. Constantly remind yourself that you are in the presence of the Almighty and are asking Him to forgive the multitude of your sins, for which you will have to answer, perhaps even today, for we do not know the last day of our life. St. Ephraim the Syrian says, Being responsible for all of my evil deeds when I am at prayer, I am fearful that fire from heaven might destroy me. However, I do not fall into despair, for I hope in the mercy of God. This is an example of prayer that is well-pleasing to God. 2. Concentrate on the purpose of prayer. Attempt to make all the signs of the cross, all prostrations, and other liturgical actions with great reverence. This drives away negligence, slumber, 
and being inattentive while praying. Three, do not think about personal or worldly concerns, which can always be addressed after prayer. Four, remove all earthly thoughts that distract one's concentration during prayer. If you find your thoughts drifting to earthly matters, ask forgiveness of God that you interrupted your conversation with Him. Five, always attempt to avoid feelings of pride and self-satisfaction. Six, if you desire to pray without a prayer book or reciting specific prayers, you should do so. Seven, ask the Lord to reveal to you the most meaningful way to pray to Him. What distracts prayer? One, an excess of food, drink, or sleep. Two, an excess of any things that can tempt the spirit and make it indifferent and insensitive to spiritual treasures and can lead to an obsessiveness and compulsion to sin. Three, spitefulness and anger. Four, an unhealthy obsession with your profession, work, or worldly matters. You concern yourself with these matters during most of the day. Leave them for a few moments during your time in prayer. Five, desire to satisfy the excessive pleasures of the body. Six, all great and minor sins for which we do not repent. They remove us from God and lead us closer to the greater temptation and evil. What helps prayer? Reading the Bible every day and the writings of the Holy Fathers help you understand the way a true Christian should live. Two, a life in accordance with the commandments of God. In order for Him to attend to us, we must be attentive to Him. Three, reflection about your day, considering how you may have sinned against God and how you may have harmed others. Four, a pure conscience and participation in the holy mysteries. Five, fasting. Six, acts of charity that help others and enable the mercy of God to be evident in us. Seven, a constant and unrelenting struggle against the passions, sinful deeds, and evil thoughts which influence the soul. The Holy Fathers have written that there are eight major passions to avoid, a love of food or gluttony, lust, love of money and material goods, greed, anger, strife over earthly concerns, spiritual disillusion and negligence, and a desire for personal glory and pride. Concerning prostrations and prayer, full prostrations and prayer while kneeling are not prescribed for Sundays and great feast days, as well as during the period from Pascha to Pentecost and from the Nativity of Christ to Theophany. On days when one participates in Holy Communion, one should not make penitential prostrations. About making the sign of the cross. We make the sign of the cross with our right hand. We place our thumb and the first two fingers together, and the last two fingers we place in our palm. With our united thumb and first two fingers, we touch our forehead, our abdomen, right shoulder, and then left shoulder. When making the sign of the cross, we finish by placing our arm at our side and bowing. The united thumb and first two fingers symbolize our faith in the Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. 
The two other fingers symbolize our faith in the incarnation of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, and that he had two natures, divine and human, and that he came from heaven to earth, the palm, for the sake of our salvation. When we make the sign of the cross, we touch our forehead, asking God to sanctify our mind and our thoughts. We touch our chest, asking God to bless our inner senses. We touch our shoulders, asking God to give us strength and to bless all of our actions. Three, we bless ourselves saying the following words, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Four, it is important to make the sign of the cross without rushing and with great reverence. Five, when you enter into church, it is important to make three reverences with the sign of the cross and pray, either standing or kneeling. Six, before you venerate the cross, icon, or gospel with a kiss, it is customary to make the sign of the cross twice before venerating, kissing the cross and icon, and then making the sign of the cross once more. Seven, when the priest blesses us with his hand, saying, Peace be with you all, one should bow one's head, but it is not necessary to make the sign of the cross. When the priest blesses us with a hand cross, the gospel, the chalice, or any other object, it is customary to make the sign of the cross and bow. Before leaving the church, it is important to once again pray, reverently making the sign of the cross, venerating the cross and icon, and quietly leaving, returning to the world to serve.